going to talk about it, but so that's going on right now up in uh, Minnesota? Minneapolis, yeah. I, or that might have been last night, but I'm not sure. Okay, uh, anyway, yeah. we got uh, plenty to talk about on a number of different fronts. Yeah, there are a couple of uh, hot-button racial stories going on. Well, we should tell you, we have a lot of good, funny, ridiculous you know, isn't mankind a, a jackass type story? Isn't mankind a jackass? That's it. You know what? I stand by those words. Uh, and a lot of good stuff to come, but a, a couple of serious things to get out of the way. One of enormous consequence and importance. One just absolutely dumb, but being treated as if it's like the first one. Number one, Minneapolis, man arrested. He's allegedly uh, passing uh, uh, counterfeit bills at a store. Store calls the cops. The cops uh, sees the guy answering to the description outside. Uh, has him step out of the car. He resists arrest. Tries to fight the cops. The cops put him to the ground, cuff him, and uh, one of the coppers is kneeling on the guy's neck, the uh. side of his neck. Yeah, if you've watched the video, you will go. Ugh. It's it's very disturbing. We'll play a little of the audio. Uh, go ahead, Sean. Number two. Too. I cannot breathe. He's the grown guy. Oh, tough, oh, tough, oh, tough guy. Huh? Tough guy, huh? Can't hold no guy. Follow him. Why you just sitting there? He ain't doing nothing. Yeah, put him in the car. How long I gotta hold him down? All right. So the guy is begging for his life, saying, "I can't breathe. I, you're gonna kill me. I can't breathe." And the cop stays kneeling on his neck for a very long time, even a long time after the guy goes completely limp. And they took him to the hospital, and he died. And uh, we're uh, and now there are violent protests going on, and and all four cops who are on the scene have been fired. Fired already, not uh, suspended for investigation or whatever. Fired with the approval of the uh, the chief of police and the uh, and the mayor. And listen, it's no secret that we are are longtime supporters of law enforcement officers and understand that they have an extremely difficult job. And there are two sides to every story. And often the news media distorts things or shows you parts of videos or doesn't, for instance, include the fact that the guy was trying to fight the cops. Uh, On the other hand, uh, we do not have summary executions in this country and we do not allow law enforcement officers to torture people because they're pissed off. Right. And the it guy is, was clearly under control. He was oh, yeah. 100% oh, yeah. under control. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it is a hard job. And when you get to the point that you can no longer do that hard, hard job, either on a daily basis or in that moment, you got to back away. Yeah. If you've become so cynical about human beings that they're just, well, they're not human beings to you anymore, you mm-hmm. can't do your job. Yeah. And these guys clearly just have had crossed that line into... I'm just dealing with a bunch of animals out here. I don't even care. Well, to drill, who, who would even treat a dog like that? To drill down a little farther, I think the guy kneeling on the neck had gotten to that point. Definitely. And the other three guys were not willing to challenge him, which is, it's a team thing. You know, you don't want to be yelling you at say, your quarterback in the huddle. I get that, but when you're talking about essentially torturing a human being. How do you not say, dude, he can't breathe, or, right. hey, he's gone limp. Right. How do you, you get just, off of him? Yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. So uh, I would say the one guy, uh, I'm guessing, and y'all freak out and get mad if you want. It's just I'm guessing uh, he will do serious time um, for for that offense. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see the look that on out. his face was disgusting. Yeah. He, he was going, he had the look of, go ahead, yell at me all you want. I don't care. I'm going to do this. I'm going to keep kneeling on this guy's neck. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, the uh, the state of talk radio is, because I know some of you are freaking out right now because it's got to be all one side or all the other side. That's the state of media in America right now. We don't do that, and it's probably a stupid strategy, and we'll probably, you know, be run out of business sooner or later. Of course, everybody is sooner or later. Um, but uh, you can still love law enforcement officers and realize when there's a bad, reckless one, he has to go. You know who hates bad cops? Good cops. Yeah, why is this I know so a hard? lot of them. I don't understand why this is so hard to understand. How many cops have we had on the air? We ask them the question. They almost all have the same answer. Right. About one out of four cops they know shouldn't be cops. Right. About some a of quarter them, of them. Some of them, they're too lazy or too stupid or sloppy or whatever. Some of them because they're brutes. But, yeah, it's it's no mystery, really. It's certainly yeah, and not the a other, mystery, and the other, mystery to law enforcement officers. And like Joe said, the other good cops really don't like the bad cops. Right, exactly. The next really good uh, you know, emotionally intelligent, compassionate, but tough cop who goes into that neighborhood, he's effed. Right. Anyway, uh, the other big uh, race-baiting story um, of the day, and I'm sure you've heard it, is the gal in uh, Central Park who's yelling at the black man who yelled at her for having her dog off-leash. A, a bit of that delightful exchange here, Sean. Sir, I'm asking you to stop. Please don't come close to me. Sir, I'm asking you to stop recording me. Please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. Please, please call the cops. <laughs> please call the cops. I'm going to tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. Please tell them whatever you like. <sighs> okay, so it goes on and on. Blah blah blah. Karen. Blah blah blah. <laughs> How tiring is she? Well, so listen, here is uh, here is the interesting part of that story. Uh, first of all, this woman has been uh, brought down. She's lost her job. She's lost her dog. And she probably could should because she's practically hanging the dog. She's so upset she's not paying attention to the fact that she's suspending the damn dog from its neck. Okay? And obviously she came unhinged and was really emphasizing African-American man. And I get the objection to that. It, it, I mean, if you tell the cops there's a guy threatening me here, he's uh, he's average height, he's African-American, he's wearing a red shirt. Okay, that's fine. But she seemed to really emphasize it. And I get why people are freaked out about that a little bit. Um, and some people are freaked out about it a lot. Although, the fact that her life has been ruined, she's doxxed, her address is out, her name is out, her employer, the dude involved... Um, is saying, look, this is all a little out of proportion. She had a bad moment. In fact, do we, do we have his... I should ask for that interview. I'll, I'll have it for the next okay, break. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's out saying, all right, listen, let's not go crazy. He says, essentially, I wouldn't be, want to be judged worldwide for my worst moment. All right? So he's a man of good sense. And I read a great editorial about this. And it's how you have to... How people really, really enjoy being part of the stoning mob, even after they're not involved in any way, nobody they know is involved yeah, what anyway. was that? It was it's a... in a distant city they've never visited. So there was a book a couple of years ago, and I'm not sure we ever got the author on that was about that. It, so it... you've been... Publicly shamed. Publicly yeah. shamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we, we have, have him on? Yeah, who, who's the author? Ron Johnson. Yeah. But, but it, if but, that is his real name. But but he's so right about that. This This impulse that we apparently have as humans to be part of the stoning mob. Right is weird and it's exploited by like so many things in social media exploding exploiting our the way our endorphins work or way our hunter gatherer works all this the reward system works they exploit the way that our brains are built um 
But right. anyway, it happens with the stoning mob. It's weird. We want to turn on somebody we have nothing to do with and make sure they lose their job. And if they don't lose their job, I'm not. She lost her job. Yes, I'm satisfied. Right. Weird. Well, and, and the point of this piece by Kat Rosenfield, who's a New York Times writer, and I probably disagree with her on a lot of stuff, but uh, and it's long, but some of the my favorite parts are we've already agreed this was a bad act and that consequences are in order. Who's to say that you personally aren't the person to dole them out? And if you seem to be enjoying it a little too much, well, aren't you owed a little pleasure in exchange for your fulfillment of the new social contract? And her other question is essentially, all right, how much is enough in these things? And who's in charge of that? I don't think we want the mob in charge well, of that. The, the mob is. The, the mob and, is clearly in charge. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, hey, businesses, stop firing people who end up going viral for things. Yeah. Unless it violated company policy in some way. Don't don't let something that happened on their weekend that nobody would have ever even known about if it hadn't gone viral. Don't fire people for that. Right. People say crazy stuff when they're freaked out. But why was she freaked out? Because, and I would like to single out Nakedly Progressive Radio, NPR, which has been all over this story. On the, They're running it like it was the Kennedy assassination the next day, okay? <laughs> on their website, on the air, just it's amazing. They're going wall to wall with this racist, middle-aged, Karen, white woman, blah, 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 which some readers are now saying is clearly a racial slur, because you must be white to be a Karen. Anyway, um, they've run the story over and over and over again, and they leave out. The following. This is from the gent in question. I'm not going to throw his name around. Why would I? I'm not being hurt here. I'm fine. But the gent posted on Facebook that day. Me, ma'am, dogs in the ramble have to be on the leash at all times. The sign is right there. Her, the dog runs are closed. He needs his exercise. Me, all you have to do is take him to the other side of the drive, outside of the ramble, and you can let him run off leash all you want. Her, it's too dangerous. Me, look, if you're going to do what you want, I'm going to do what I want. But you're not going to like it. What's that, she says. He says, brandishing dog treats. Come here, puppy. Come here, puppy. And she says, he won't come to you. And he says, we'll see about that. This is from his own Facebook post. So he says to her, I'm going to do what I want, but you're not going to like it. And then tries to tempt the dog to him. And that's when she freaked out. So you have... I would wonder what he is up to. So she had her dog off leash in a place she's not supposed to. That's not cool. No, he, I hate when that happens. If you, if you have small kids and you're around, you hate when people do that. Right, right. And, and, and Or just somebody terrified of dogs. Um, it's just you don't want to cause people terror, especially if there are rules about dogs there. So then he makes what sounds like a threat, a veiled weird threat, and then tries to lure her new dog over to him. She freaks out, goes unnecessarily racial. You have two people behaving pretty badly here. Why can, why must, well, you all know the answer to this. Why in no news accounts in the left stream media have you heard that he did this with the dog and the dog treats and said what he said? It's because they're liars. They're professional liars. So if he was threatening the dog, so do we, oh, do we need well, now? Well, who knows what he was going to do? Well, so do we now need to make sure he loses his job, though? Is that where we're going? Well, do you think he was threatening the, the dog? Know. I don't know what he was doing. Look, if he you're was... going to do what you want, I'm going to do what, you, what I want. But you're not going to like it. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? It could mean simply, I'm going to give your dog treats. <laughs> I don't or know or I'm going to lure your dog to me and go home with him and, and make him my pet. I don't know, and she didn't know. All I know is everybody needs to lose their jobs, because everybody that ends up in a viral video should lose their job. Everybody.
I tell you what, I, I was joking earlier um, about Jack, but uh, y'all would make pretty good Taliban. Because when they haul the woman out uh, into the town square and say that she's a fornicator and needs to be stoned to death, I get the feeling a lot of you would just love picking up stones and, and killing her to show your own righteousness. The the new Puritanism, which is, I, it always lurked, but it didn't have an outlet until the internet became what it is. It's, it's, it's just a scary side of humanity, man. Yeah, God help any of us if we end up on the wrong end of one of these videos that, that takes off for a day. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I just shuffle around muttering angrily as I look at the ground all day. So, <laughs> not you know, that, I'm likely, not unlikely that good to, to watch. Yeah. Nobody's going to. That's not going to go viral. Not that entertaining. Yeah. I, I never, tell you what, humanity is so ugly. I never got to tell you about Haircut Night in America, which happens on Friday. And you need oh, to be you, you need to be planning for that. <laughs> that, among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty Show. We are in a lot of trouble. In Staten Island, a woman without a mask went into a grocery store and her fellow shoppers there were not amused. known as a Staten Island goodbye. <laughs> Welcome to Angry's Groceries, where the produce is fresh and the clerks are always smiling. Hey, let me take five seconds to just say, hey, thanks, law enforcement officers who, who texted and emailed and tweeted and whatever about how they agreed with our take on the whole Minneapolis cop thing. So appreciate the, the moral support. So I'm looking around here. Everybody's hair looks perfectly normal. I don't notice anything out of control at my house. Well, though, thank you. <laughs> my uh, my my two boys, uh, their hair is just uh, really ridiculously long. Looks like and, a bunch uh, of hippies. We attempted to put them in man buns at the dinner table the other night. <laughs> Great Scott! Because their hair is that long. <laughs> they thought that would be funny. But um, <laughs> it would be. But a lot of people's hair is uh, long because you can't cut hair because somebody decided that getting your hair cut is the most dangerous thing in the world. Uh, so CBS came up with this pretty good idea, I think. Haircut Night in America is a special show that they've got Friday night. It's a one-hour special with hosts Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Romingen, uh, who's probably on Real Housewives or something. Or, uh, I don't know. She's a well-known super-duper model. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Re- Rebecca and, Romaine? Is that who you're talking about? I guess. Romaine? Um, Romaine? I don't know. Inventory of the Stamos? Uh, yeah, inventor Wedding, of yeah. the lettuce used for Caesar salad. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where she of, got all her money. Right? Some yeah. of the country's yeah. top hairstylists will walk folks at home through the perfect do-it-yourself haircut. Yes. Also following it, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the hair models will be Kelly Osborne, Olympian Lindsey Vaughn, and hockey superstar P.K. Saban, I guess to get the dudes interested. What the what? <laughs> <laughs> so your husband or boyfriend is not bored to death. They've got a hockey superstar on there. I guess I don't know. Uh, with the majority of salons and barbershops still closed, more than ever, you need expert advice. So it's hot haircut night in America. <laughs> and everybody's expected to tune in at 9 o'clock. And uh, 9 o'clock, that's a little late. Listen. 8 o'clock Eastern. If you're somewhere where the Chinese bat flu is killing lots of people, then then do what you think is appropriate. If you're not, 
Call up your stylist. Say, you want me to come to your place or are you going to come to mine? Get a haircut. That's right. I'm advocating lawlessness. No, no, no. no right no. on the radio. Isn't that a, Oh, my God. No, I'll be cuffed before the end the of the segment. You watch network television Friday night. You, you look at your watch. Dang it. I wish that show would come on. Finally, it's on. And you cut your hair that way. With the help of Lindsey Vaughn and Haircut. Kelly Osborne. Night in America is the worst holiday ever invented. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, for some reason, I expect this to get pretty good ratings. Oh, I find that funny. So do you remember uh, when, uh, for like a cup of coffee, everybody was uh, praising uh, Governor Cuomo of New York as just a sage and a great communicator and the rest of it? and. You know, it's become more and more clear that's not true. And even Bill de Blasio, the gigantic communist uh, mayor of New York City, who's utterly incompetent and a unicorn-riding socialist, um, Bingo. Is, uh, exposing himself for everything he is. Well, it turns out Hawaii is totally pissed at New York City because apparently they're sending uh, local uh, uh, bums and junkies and homeless families to other country, to other cities, giving them some rent money, get out of town. Why don't you go to wherever? And several of them have landed in Hawaii because mm. they have family there or whatever. But then they end up on the dole in Hawaii because a lot of them are junkies and, and, and drunks and, and ne'er-do-wells anyway. Um, and so Hawaii is now yelling at uh, New York City for sending their bums to Hawaii. I'm pro towns and cities that do that, as long as I'm on the city that's sending them out. Well, isn't there like a constant bum flow then? That's something I will do with my taxpayer money is buy bums bus tickets. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So we're going to get into the, uh, the the Trump Twitter thing here in just a little bit. Yeah, listen, there's, I, um, there's a couple of different fronts on that uh, that battle. I need to, to dispute your bum export policy. I've got to stand up against that. you got Hawaii sending the various bums to cities around America, and then those cities send their bums to various cities. The, the interstate highways are going to be clogged with bums. Yeah. It's going to turn into a, a bum arms race where they send us 10 of theirs, we send them 15 of ours. That's the Chicago way. I'm telling you, that'd be taxpayer money. I'd be, I'll be sign the check. Oh, boy. Bus tickets for bums. Send them somewhere else. Oh, boy. I don't think you recognize the long-term implications of your policy. <laughs> um... So there are two aspects to the whole Trump Twitter thing. So part of it uh, is uh, Twitter is now, how do they mark his tweets? As, With a blue exclamation mark, they tag them as needing further information. Essentially, this is bad and we'll tell you why. And so or wrong or inaccurate. Or so there's that conversation on, on you know... The president of the United States putting out information and then and, and Twitter saying, you know, this might not be accurate. Right. Although, you know, Washington Post does that every day. All, all kinds of news organizations do that every day. They fact check politicians. So Twitter is now going to fact check politicians, I guess. Um, there's, and, a, there's a slight difference in that Twitter is his own. It's his broadcast medium, right? It'd be like if he published a book and instead of a an article coming out about the book telling you about the flaws in the book, they take the book put addendums in the book on it that you're purchasing, right? Am I making sense where... They, yeah, they it, gets a, into the, it gets into the whole complication of what is Twitter and right. Facebook and stuff. Are they in the a publisher yeah. or a forum, an open yeah. forum? And that right. still hasn't been worked out yet, right? apparently. Well, and then there's the uh, actual so-called fact-checking, but we'll get into that in a minute. 
Um, but I do want to hit, so Trump, a lot of tweets lately about Joe Scarborough of Morning Joe on MSNBC. Have you been following this whole thing where Trump started this a long time ago and it didn't get near as much attention? For some reason, it's become a multi-day story. Um, well, because he's been tweeting about it multiple days in a row. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because an intern died in Joe Scarborough's office many years ago when he was a congressperson and it was... Uh, it was decided that she she had a heart problem. She passed out. She hit her head on the corner of the desk, and she died. It's just one of those things. I got a, a friend who died a couple of weeks ago, stumbled and fell while he was out for a walk, and Tragic. hit his head and died. Yeah. Sometimes it happens. You hit your head just wrong. Our, our old uh, producer, Vince, almost died. Yeah. Falling off the treadmill. Anyway, um, Trump, for some reason, has started this whole did Scarborough murder her oh, thing on the, on the Twitter. That is just, uh, well, it's, it's, it's what Trump does. I'll just read some of these. I don't know if it makes any difference what order they're in. Psycho Joe Scarborough is rattled, not only by his bad ratings, but all the things and facts that are coming out on the Internet about opening a cold case. He knows what is happening. He's encouraging them to reopen the case on the the woman dying and look into whether or not Scarborough murdered her. The opening of a cold case against Psycho Joe Scarborough was not a Donald Trump original thought. This has been going on for years, long before I joined the chorus. In 2016, when Joe and his wacky future ex-wife, Mika, would endlessly interview me... His I would all... wacky future ex-wife? Yeah. Oh, now that's some trolling. <laughs> I would always be thinking about whether or not Joe could have done such a horrible thing. <laughs> maybe or maybe not, but I find Joe to be a total nut job. And I know him well, far better than most. So many unanswered and obvious questions, but I won't bring them up now. Law enforcement eventually will, question mark? And then he mentions he knows in, he's president, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then he mentions in one of the tweets of could it have been an affair? I don't know, just wondering. Oh. <laughs> so he threw out the idea of Scarborough was having an affair with her and killed her. Now, so oh man, you know I'd I'd be much more delighted by all this, but I saw uh, her widower, her husband, um, who, who's saying for God's sake, she's a beautiful young woman with a heart problem. It's a tragedy. We're, we're you know blah blah blah. Morning, I, I can't. Have, it's just yeah. not fun. For I me. wish somebody. I wish I or somebody could have uh, counseled them. Don't get involved in this. Yeah, you, don't. you extend it a day. You make it a bigger story. It's not going to help you in any way. No, don't. No. You know, just stay I, out of it. I love the idea of trolling Joe Scarborough. I have no problem with that. Well, and I, what and I wonder. Mika. This is what I wonder though, and we don't we don't have any of the clips, but they, they've been doing these. She's always tearful. I mean, she gives the weather. She's tearful. But right. they've been doing these really heartfelt, just a quick message to the president. If, you, if you're watching, and you probably are, please, and, and we're begging you, a, a man who lost his wife, and just, you know, what you're doing to our families, and just, I mean, just these tearful, right. like their lives are ruined by this. I'm wondering, well, I'm, I'm a wonder. This is what I think happens. As soon as the the microphones are off, oh, this is awesome. And he tweeted again about, yes! They're, right, they're get just, it on. Get a graphic up. thrilled that yeah. he's tweeting about him. Oh, yeah, it's and their best this. ratings oh, sure. promotion ever. Sure. Yeah. But it, it's something. It is, uh, it's not the sort of thing that would have happened, to, you know, at any other time. Well, Twitter has announced they will become a censor and a fact checker now. And shockingly, they're doing it terribly. The details on that in a second. First, quick note from our friends at Simply Safe, named the best overall home security of 2020 by U.S. News and World Report. The best. It is better, and it will cost you less money. It's a great deal all around. The best overall home security system of 2020, you plug in yourself. Yep, you order it online, you open the box, you place the sensors, you plug it in, and your home is now protected around the clock. It's going to cost you about 50 cents a day, no long-term contract. 
This is awesome. You don't have to have anybody come to your home. I know you're disappointed not to pay hundreds of dollars for installation, but it's great. It works. I've done it. It's simple. It's simply safe. Simply is spelled S-I-M-P-L-I. There's an I at the end. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong to get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Make sure they know that you you heard about it from us. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. It's easy to do, easy to set up, and you're going to love it. Oh, and they have the doorbell cameras and the sensors and everything. If somebody tries to steal your package, simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Oh, yeah, this is the one that uh, that I was uh, referring to, the Trump tweet. And some people refer to Donald Trump as the world's greatest troll. He might be the greatest troll that ever lived, for better or worse. You can make an argument that that's not what you need out of a president, but this is him over the weekend trolling Joe Scarborough. A lot of interest in this story about psycho Joe Scarborough. So a young marathon runner just happened to faint in his office, hit her head on his desk, and die? I would think there's a lot more to the story than that. An affair? What about the so-called investigator? Read the story, and then he has a link to some uh, site that has uh, information. That's that's the modern world thing, huh? We get these all the time. Everybody does it. Is uh, If you have a link, apparently that gives it heft, even if the link is to... Some wacky news site, right? Sure, yeah, and there are plenty of them. Yeah, and there's plenty of them. So I'm trying to scroll to the president's tweet that got the Jack Dorsey treatment as they decided that... um, This is the mail-in ballot stuff. Yeah, exactly, as they decided that Trump... A serious issue as opposed to Joe Scarborough's intern. Right, exactly. Um, So Trump said... Uh, I'm trying to find the original tweet. Essentially that there's a lot of risk in mail-in ballots and it will result in vote fraud. Now, if you're listening to the left stream media, um, there it is. Um, He says there is no way, zero, that mail-in ballots will be anything less than substantially fraudulent. Mailboxes will be robbed, ballots will be forged and even illegally printed out and fraudulently signed. The governor of California is sending ballots to millions of people. Anyone living in the state, no matter who they are, how they got there, will get one. Uh, and it, it it goes on in that vein. And uh, Twitter, you know, brand new uh, you know technique, has a big blue exclamation point. And get the facts about mail-in ballots. And... As all your lefty media are reporting it, the president claimed without evidence that, uh, well, here's your headline. Trump makes unsubstantiated claim that mail-in ballots will lead to voter fraud. So here's My biggest problem with this is, um, well, it's not even a problem. I know it's a fact. It will not be used in, with any sort of... Uh, equality or fairness, depending on the politician. If Barack Obama were making claims in a Twitter about illegal immigration and kids in cages or whatever, are they going to flag that? Or if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Right. Are they going to flag that? No. Probably not. No. No way. Politicians spin at the least, mislead at the worst all the time. Bingo. And so their justification for blue exclamation pointing this is, uh, as they say, these claims are unsubstantiated, according to CNN, Washington Post, and others. Experts say mail-in ballots are very rarely linked to voter fraud. As I've pointed out many times through the years, the reason there are very few claims of voter fraud is that there is almost no investigation of voter fraud. Nobody bothers. And the idea that you can mail out millions of ballots, whether people ask for them or not, and they're just out there, 
getting, you know, delivered to doorsteps and mailboxes and whatever, and no hanky-panky is going to happen, or there's no chance it'll be substantially more hanky-panky than person shows up in person at poll and says, I'm Joe Jones, give me a ballot. The idea that that wouldn't lead to voter fraud to me is you are a, a child. Or you haven't observed politics. There will be pros. They'll be off the books. They'll be activists. They will go door to door, say, we'd be happy to turn in your ballot for you. Well, I haven't filled it out. No problem. Uh, which way do you vote? I'm a Democrat. Great. Well, so are we. We'll take it. That will happen many, many thousands of times. It's, it's guaranteed. And why, why wouldn't the Republicans do that as well? Oh, they will. It'll happen on both sides. The yeah, and and what's interesting was a lot. I don't of, want a battle of who's the best at uh, rigging the system, though. Yeah, yeah. What, what was long uh, assumed, including by me, was that mostly people who were unmotivated, uninterested, not paying attention, um, would be lured into voting, and frequently those people, if they ever do vote, swing Democrat. On the other hand, it turns out there are a hell of a lot of older folks who don't make it out to the polls, that were unrecognized. And as we said last week, they know where the stamps are. Grandma knows where the stamps are. Right. They're underneath the Reader's Digest on the coffee table. Exactly. On one of those little doily things that keeps the dust from the coffee table. So, so she gets the mail-in ballots in. A lot of us swung and missed on that because older folks vote in, in much higher percentages than anyone else, but it turns out there's all there's still an untapped number of them. So which party it will help more is... Um, I think most Democrats are sticking with the conventional wisdom. It will help them more to flood uh, America with ballots. Um, you know, it remains to be seen. But uh, listen, uh, maybe it's that I live in Cal Unicornia, and the Democratic, the one-party state, set you know to, to upset many centuries of precedent and said, yes, vote harvesting is fine. You can have activists, party members, go door-to-door-to-door to door to door and get people's ballots for them. The one-party state of Cal Unicornia didn't do that in the name of fairness. They did that in the name of more Democratic voters. I'm just anti-making voting easier. I want to make it harder. How hard? Like obstacle course? Well, I've always wanted to test. I want to test. you got to answer like three questions. And we're fully aware of the the historical freight, the baggage. It's got, nothing to, do, tests, it's uh, got nothing to do with my test. This is a, do you just have like the most basic knowledge? And, it, it's, and it's not even like you need to know these things to be a good citizen. No, no. It, it's just like, are you paying any attention? Like, yeah. you know, name the vice president. How many states are there? You know, oh. just things like that. Right. And you would eliminate, it's like I always say about festivals. I'll go to a festival that charges a dollar. The ones that are free are disgusting. Mm. But if they charge anything at all, the the crowd that they weed out, it's amazing. It's amazing how much cleaner the porta potties are if they charge anything at all. I think it'd be the same way for voting. Let's just weed out the the people that don't you care at all. You want to charge for voting? <laughs> I want to. Well, I want to charge. You have to take the time to learn like three basic facts. Let's just go one step beyond fog mirror. Name a state. Well, any state, even one. The one you live in is fine. Confusion. <laughs> how many how many Supreme Court justices are there? Hint, it's between seven and nine, but not seven or nine. <laughs> you know, what? George Washington is alive, yes or no? That's it. Three questions. Of course, there's probably somebody named George Washington out there. Uh, anyway, um, uh, space ship going off today. Elon Musk sending people into space. I'll have to bring you up to speed on that because that's Love happening it. a little bit later. Very excited about that project and other things. 
Our uh, text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. And right there, that is Launchpad 39A, where so much history has been made, and NASA hopes to do it again. This morning, the countdown is on. Less than 10 hours from now, the first astronauts to launch into space from U.S. soil in nearly a decade are set to lift off. Very exciting. Oh, Tesla founder Elon Musk, his own SpaceX, going to shoot people into the sky. This is breaking news, though. Turns out he has strapped Gavin Newsom to the rocket. That's the governor of California who wouldn't let him open the Tesla plant. Does he know there's no air up there? (laughs) Uh, So this is happening at 1.30 Pacific, 4.30 Eastern. Uh, i got to remember to watch out with the kids. He had to watch an actual uh, space liftoff, and I imagine some of these channels are going to do a good job. They're doing it on Discovery, the Science Channel, National Geo is pairing with ABC, and I'm sure they'll have all kinds of packages with cool videos from the past and all that sort mm-hmm. of thing. So that'll be awesome. Actually putting people into space to send them to the ISS, they call it, the International Space Station. Right. It's good. It feels good. America's blasting people into orbit again. Moving up. Instead of depending on old Vlad Putin for the love of all that is uh, holy. Hope nothing goes wrong. Of course. Of course. A couple of great, brave astronauts involved. I heard an interview with one of the blokes who was uh, one of your lead uh, space shuttle pilots. Um, and he's talking about how sophisticated the spacecraft is. And, and, uh, and they're just... He was talking about how you're so focused on executing the mission correctly and flying the craft that there's really no time to be afraid. I see a couple of old white males in those uh, oh, spacesuits. Oh, sh- please shut up. Please now. What do you why do you do stuff like that? Because Pure I, meanness. Because I believe that's what ended our space travel is that they became focused on promoting first Hispanic woman, first black, the first this and that. It all became uh, identity First politics. openly gay Hispanic woman. They thought that that was going to ignite the imagination of America, but it doesn't. So people lost interest, and when they lost interest, there just wasn't enough support mm. for spending on thing. I really think that damaged them. They thought that that was, that was the way to get people interested. Well, it's not. That's not what people care about. Tell me about uh, discovering something or inventing something or right. whatever. That's what gets people interested. Yeah, you know, if uh, one of the astronauts is a black guy, uh, black people will notice that. It's fine. They, they they will notice that, and then they will react one way or the other. You don't have to get all self-conscious about it. So you don't it. like the Elon Musk spacesuits? I think they're cool. They're growing on me. Oh, I think they're cool. I'd wear one to, I'd wear one to work. My initial... I'd wear one I drive to and from work. Wow, you that looks awesome. You won't, wear, you won't wear shorts, but you'd wear that. Uh, <laughs> they struck me originally as futuristic space suits from a movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it certainly what, looks what like are they? Star Trekky things, and he. But he's yeah. a fan. Like he, he watches science. Like he's he's a he very much embraces kind of nerdy tendencies. Right. It's like J.J. Abrams is in charge of the launch. It just looks that way to me. Uh, on the other hand, it's a space spacesuit. I mean, it's protective clothing, but it's clothing. So it's got to look like something. <laughs> oh, he went with that. I mean, it's not. I didn't want to suggest that like it had uh, parrot feathers coming out, like he was some sort of uh, you know drag show dancer or something. They're just 
they look a little bit like every sci-fi movie that I've seen in the last 10 years. So I'd originally heard that Trump was going to be at the launch. Is that true or not? I haven't heard that oh, again. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And while he's in that Florida, he will continue to Katie investigate. Perry's going to be there. While he's in Florida, Trump will continue to investigate the uh, Scarborough murder. So, murder, so uh, <laughs> and then play golf while people die of the COVID. So Trump and Katy Perry. That was, that was, that was sarcastic, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Yeah, Trump and Katy Perry will be at the launch. Any other celebrities? The big two? Why, are, why is, Katie, is Katy Perry a, a space nut? A live, a live appearance. I guess she's going to sing a song. I have no what? idea. I don't know. About how she once broke up with a rocket? <laughs> what? Well, is, this, is this Elon's well, idea? She's going to roar and be strong Ooh, nonetheless. This, this is on the, the television broadcast, so I get the, the feeling that the Discovery and Space Channel have tried to make a little bit more of an event around it. as opposed. Huh. I guess just launching humans into space from a private company isn't enough. Uh, you know, hey, were, can we get somebody to sing? Can we have celebrities? We need celebrities. Yeah, that landing on the moon was cool, but if the Diana Ross and the Supremes had sung a song before oh. they took off, that would have been a lot better. Uh, the only yeah. other name I see is... Uh, Adam Adam Savage, who I believe is the uh, oh. the Mythbusters Mythbusters guy, correct? I think he's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, son of Michael Savage. Uh, well, that's cool. I'm glad it's getting this sort of attention. Then good for Elon Musk. Yeah, that's awesome. It's exciting. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I got a doctor thing. I think right when it's going to happen. There's a sixty percent. Well, I was, this was last night. The, the weather could be an issue. They might have too much rain in Florida. So uh, as of this morning, they were saying it's still a go, but you okay. know weather changes. So. Well, you know how it is: Florida thunderstorms, et cetera. And then NBC was it? NBC reported the blast is not without risk. The rain's going <laughs> to make it for those who thought it was. The rain will make it harder to investigate the Scarborough murder. <laughs> oh boy! Armstrong and Getty.